And we're back live in the wreck. Uh, I stood by Garvey Sobers sitting down here with uh, Mowgli. Um, just talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the Caribbean experience in Canada. And the question that um, we want to pull or we want to ask folks is that, do you stand on guard for thee? We're all familiar with the uh, Canadian national anthem. Everyone loves their anthem, you know. Um, it's a great song, especially at sporting events. It's uh, quite the vibe. But the majority, like the lyrics, it's just one big question, like or like a brainwashing, or just re repeat, we stand on guard for thee. I think it's like, you know, several times we got to recite and sing and program ourselves, you know, we stand on guard for thee. So that's a question we're asking ourselves in, in this day and age, in 2022, based on what we know about this country, does Canada still have that uh, positive uh, stereotype as peacekeeping, polite, um, honorable Canucks? I'll, I'll put my hand up and take that question, Garf, because I'm the only guy... I think on the podcast that can really answer it or also the only guy on the podcast. So, um, well, right now, right now, um, well, well answer the question. Do you stand up? Do you stand on guard for the hundred percent, man? Of and, course. And, but who is the, like, who is the, the yeah, like, I know it's kind of like when you sing it sometimes, will you stand on guard for me? Like a question, but, uh, no, no, um, that's, that's not the song. I think we have to sing the anthem now. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all thy sons and LGBT command with glorious hearts. <laughs> we see, we see the rise, uh, the rise, the, the rise or the eyes. I think the rise, we see the rise. Yeah, we see, we see, we see the rise. Glorious. We can Google this. Do you have a computer? Is this, uh, or do we need like a robot to help us Google shit? Do you stand, okay, so. Am I allowed to say shit on this podcast? Sure, man. No, we, we, we will stay away from profanities. So <laughs> people can listen. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually got that feedback. You know, my, uh, you know shout out to uh, Maverick. He's like, man, can you cool on the obscenities? Because I can't li listen to this at dinner time. Well, you know, you shouldn't be listening to this at dinner time. This should be your lunchtime, you know? With your sandwich, but um, you know, speaking of ARD, we should try. You should try oh, to get him on the podcast. Um, sure. Um, totally, man. You start a whole thing interviewing like Westian YouTubers on your podcast and their experiences. Get that guy. That guy is solid. I'd like to be part of that episode whenever it happens. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but um, okay, so yeah, you want to elaborate on stand on guard for D. So would you, so you would, you would sign up as an expat because you were born in Guyana. Which, I can't remember when I was 14. Yes. But, but sure. yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm old now. If, if, so, yes. if, if, if Guyana and Canada went to war. Yes. You, you, you stand on guard for thee or you stand on guard for Abadis? Well, first of all, Guyana and Canada went to war. 
and they, they say win. war break and they attack each other. I know for sure Canada, Guyana, I don't know, the GDF, the Guyanese Defense Force has no shot against Canada. So I don't need to stand up really. I just need to sit down and wait <laughs> until they give up. <laughs> just just sit down and observe. Mm, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Ghana's cool, man. But Canada, yes. I uh so you would you would you would sign up to be part of the, the Canadian invasion for the I don't Ga- know why people are so angry living in camp. People are upset. I'm like, you guys so life is good here. No, there's okay. electricity on all the time, there's running water, you can drink from your top in Toronto. Right. That is, you know, not a lot of cities can do that consistently well. Our right. transit's great. We have like multiple transit systems. The economy's growing. We have nature. We have fresh fruit if you really want. For, uh, amazing, you know, we have oil, we have wood, we have everything. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, and, and it's a balance. We, we care about racism. We care about, um, you know. Who, care, who cares about who, they, them. who cares about racism? Do we care about it? Like, I it's, think Justin it's, Trudeau does, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I, I think so. He's very, you know, aware prime minister. Um, his cabinet is very diverse. And, you know, I say his cabinet's very diverse. People, like, uh, you know, roll their eyes. But the thing is, that's a guy appointing <laughs> the highest, you know, um, at government, a public sector level officials that are running the army, that are running finances, national, you know, um, export strategy things like that that are that are indian and black and asian native indian and he purposely and women and he purposely did that in his first term he also let in the syrians when the syrians when nobody wanted to let them in Mm -hmm. brought a lot of syrians into canada Mm -hmm. you know um yeah we've had some trying times and then trump won and trump you know hated trudeau and trump was in if you have Trump and Trudeau and you pick Trump, like there's something wrong. So, okay. I, I like, I like that train of thought. I like that talk track. I think it's cool. I think it's a bit biased and I think it's a bit, um, biased towards what though? Towards like, uh, the, the liberals, right? <sighs> to, um, to, to team yeah. red, to team red because, okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. You, your point, um, a diverse, uh, or, or you build a diverse cabinet, right? So I think the way he looks at it or his strategy, it kind of, um, if shit, if shit goes, goes bad or shit hits the fan, it's not his fault. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's one, there's one thing. It's like, no, is, is, I think there's one thing. There's, there's, okay, here's one thing. Let's, let's, let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about um, the diverse uh, working uh, culture in Canada, right? Do, do you feel, and, you know, you and I have, have had, have worn many hats in many different positions, you know, you know, hats and jackets. The working culture, or are the best people in the right positions nowadays, or is it... Dare I say, not like, um, uh, shit. I don't want to say affirmative action, but are roles nowadays um, being just 
populated by people who are not right for the role just to meet a demand in order for the management to maintain their position and their longevity and then cycle out people and sacrifice uh, service and uh am i losing your grammar uh, no no yeah no, okay so so I'm, ta- I'm talking about i'm talking about work- a deep question man this is it's, a, deep it's a very deep yes, question yes. So, so i'm talking about working in canada right working in canada as as uh as uh dare i say the term bipoc you know um um okay yeah so good question um canada is a very large country and when you work in Toronto, I've never experienced anything. Uh, I think, you know, when I started in, in high school, yes, not in university. There's no reason for me. Near, I went to Guelph, a whole bunch of like very, you know, it was like five brown guys on campus. Um, but yeah, man, it was all good. Everybody was, you know, really friendly to me. Um, and, and to my roommate, who was Indian also, Shahan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no, God I bless. Mean- Okay, so back, so back to like Hugo, you know, our leader, arguably a dictator, yeah. arguably a dictator, right? He's ruthless. No, no, ruthless. he's not a dictator. Guys, guys, this is, this is, okay, let's Hold just on. pause here. Pause oh, for oh, a second. No. Let, let, me, finish. Okay. let, me, fi- let me finish. We got to come back to the dictator thing now. Yeah, he's, he's a tyrant, okay? He's, he's, and he's pretty good. He's a pretty good tyrant, right? Um... He's, he's almost as ruthless or maybe, well, he hasn't imposed martial law yet. So I think that's the watermark for him to like be as ruthless as uh, his father, our guy, Pierre Trudeau. Um, but uh, even with like the mandates and you can't take a plane or take a train or leave the country if you don't take this jab or whatever, we want to call it the way he handled the pandemic was um we're keeping you like we're locking you down you can't escape you can't go anywhere until you know you follow what we have to say and that's kind of a dictator tendency right but back to what i'm saying like his statement on emancipation day was trying to put and and he used his words were um black like he was more focused on black people because it was the uh, abolition of of slavery right um i think he just he's just trying to create this narrative that is black people who are powerless and he's always his you know his his rhetoric or his statement is always focused on one or the other and he doesn't call, like he doesn't take a very Canadian perspective talking about the larger serious issues. He doesn't. He, al- okay. he, he always separates himself, and he he's like, I'm Trudeau, and Emancipation Day, and British Commonwealth, and Black people. That's not the way to handle handle that. Not in 2022, if Emancipation was in the 16th, 17th, or 18th century. We're in the 20th century. Right. So back to what I was saying. I mean, so anyhow, so back to what I was saying. The whole point of this conversation today is that, you know, do you truly stand on guard for thee? And what are we standing on guard for? 
right? We work, we're successful, we get paid in, in money that we that we you know sometimes we use cash. And on our on our on our bills, you have the queen and you have Laurier and you have these other guys, whatever. All these guys are just like George Washington, they were all slave owners, right? They were they would all make statements in their speeches to limit the advancement of BIPOC people. They didn't even mention the indigenous or, or the natives because, you know, they killed their history and created new history. And that history remains on our money that we work hard for. Yeah, we, I agree. But I, I think I think I think I'm exhausted and just ready to move on. I think we've apologized. Everybody's had their dues. Who's, a, who's is aware? It takes more than apology. Like, you, like you made reference to change. You made well, reference I mean, to change. Where's, where's the change? Would you want? I, I I don't know. Like, how how do you repay generations and generations? Who should repay the Jews for World War Two? The, Germ- the Germans. The um, but who should repay? Yeah, and then it goes on. The Palestinians or, or, or the or the, and, or the, and or the Iraqis, Austrians. the Afghans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people right? have a lot, a lot of debts. You yeah, know? exactly. Right. Bornem so, um, got paid jagged by, you know, who could pay for sure now? Um, okay. Anyhow, I mean, I just wanted to make a couple points because. Um, but the thing, but, but no, let's go back to Trudeau and what you're saying. Okay. Like, look, um, to be any official and the head of, you know, a, of a government and a country this large mm-hmm. for that long, being the head of Canada is hard, man. You have to be bilingual. Like you have to be, and the, the Quebec Quebec is such an important part of Canada, and you're so important that that they, they can't stand Canada. They're they're just you know they're just here for the ride. You know they can't stand. They they want to separate many times, right? I don't know. I don't know. I I think I I lived there so, for a couple of years, and um, yeah. So I I really I really like. I think they're willing to work. They're just like when you guys get cool come hang out with us <laughs> just like just go relax and when you just drink some wine you know have some cheese and when you're done and you're cool come back and we'll hang um yeah no that's, no, no i don't think that's it i mean i spent no. a lot of, i spent a lot of time in quebec and uh you know i got family who, who's been living there for many years and you know there's there's no um there's no caravana in uh, in quebec you know so there is there's a small caravana in montreal was it was it called? Um, I can't remember what it's called. I've been to it. <laughs> bon de Neige. Um, but no, um, it's not in Quebec City. It's in Montreal. <laughs> you take it to Bonhomme. Bonhomme, yo, big up to Bonhomme, yeah, yo. Bonhomme. And uh, and, uh, and and uh, bon, Ciro, bon Carnival. And uh, what's what's the Expos guy? Siru? What's his name? I can't remember his name. Yeah, Expos. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy is awesome. Bonhomme de Neige. Um, okay, so here's what I'm saying, right? I left Canada. But Trudeau, wait, 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 hold on. Let me just finish my thing on Trudeau, okay? Like, Trudeau, I'm not, a, I, I don't care. I, I don't hate the guy. I don't like the guy. The one thing did you, I think did you vote for, for, him? for me, yeah, of course. Um, who else would I vote for? And, um, you know, his values, though, his principles are what are important for Canada. Diversity, um, you Listen, know, equal rights, mental health, all of those things. It's they, about it's about that kind of movement, and you know the one thing I'm upset at him that like he goes to the gay pride parade, but not Carabana. He has not come to Carabana one year. He has no business 
in Caravana. But interesting, he does at the Gay Pride Parade. Yeah, because you know, all right. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to stereotype or be prejudiced. It's it's mainly assumptions, but I I don't think Caribbean people just vote like um, the uh, out, the uh, the other communities vote. So you you want to be around where the votes are, right? So I mean, if it was me, I, I want to be at the party where. Okay, everybody, like everybody, me, we're, you know? we're talking about gay pride. Okay, I want you guys to go and YouTube search this gay pride 2022 Tassa band. Dude, mm. man, there's a Tassa band coming down Young Street, meets up a young and dumbass, and has like a Tassa off with all these different people in the middle of Young and Dumbass during the gay pride parade. Yeah, it was like one of the best things I've seen in like I don't know a long time. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's 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 amazing. And uh, listen, here's the thing about Pride, right? Let's 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 like cut the shit. You know, Pride Month should be um, should it be focused on on one or two sects of people or whatever you want to call it, groups or whatever. It should be for everyone to be proud of who they are. Um, no matter what they do, right? No matter who they are, it's not about your bedroom. You should be proud. You know, if you're a mechanic, you know what? I want to, I want to, I want to give a discount and, uh, you know, half price oil changes for the month because I'm proud of the work that I do and I do good work. And I would like, I would like, uh, for the narrative to be changed as we grow as a city and as a people and as a country, um, and I don't you know, really want to get back into like Trudeau, but like you're praising someone who is complete tyrant and um, he's dropped the ball on several occasions. Um, you know, his representative- give me, give me one occasion where he's dropped the ball like a tyrant. Bro, he locked out, like he forced people to take a jab. He said, you can't go anywhere. You can't leave the country. So let's say the country was in turmoil. You mean like Germany did and the UK and the US uh, and I, Australia? I, I don't live and there. And China? I don't live there. But all, live there. all those other G8 countries did the same thing. Yeah. So so what? It, it, so it's a good thing? But if we didn't do it, would you prefer us not to have done that? And, and take the risk of our population being volatile? The vaccine is COVID still here. Um, mm. We just don't measure it as well. <sighs> Excuse me. And people. it's evolving. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, so what's your point? Like, like people who, who are vaccinated, oh man, this is a slippery slope. And you know what? Shout out to the listeners of people before you go. You know, we like to um, entertain slippery slopes, but um, I don't know. I don't want to jump off a cliff, but um, to me, I think Canada. Just say it, Garb. Just say it. No, no. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask a question now. We spent enough time on the uh, on ARD, and um, <laughs> I can't believe Shout I out. said that name. Yeah, his first name is RET. But um, here's. I will come with you to get on ARD when you listen oh, to this oh, podcast. Let me ask. Let me ask somebody a question. Will, somebody will say, Okay. Yes. Ask a question. Let me ask you a question. Is Canada home, or is it a stop along the way? That's a very good question. Um, you and I have made it home. It's not a stop along the way for us. 
not for my kids, not our generations to come. But um, for some people, yeah, sometimes I think the Australians traveling in Whistler and, you know, just going there for the skiing. Yeah, for sure. Or, you know, these sort of, uh, you know, like the stamp workers coming. Who the, first of all, second of all, who the hell cares about Australians? I don't want to hear anything else about Australians today. Okay. Unless, unless you it's know, like, unless it's like Thor uh, is Australian and Thor is really Thor, good. Thor is not Australian. Oh, the actual actor. Yeah, he's isn't. Yeah, I thought he's Thor. Yeah, okay. This is something. But anyways, I hear you. Yeah. Anyways. You know, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So back to the Australians in Canada. Yeah. What the hell is that? No, is it a stop along the way? Is the question? I think yeah. So for some people, it is. But that's just like New York or other cities, you know. That's kind of how it is. Well, but, you know, uh, no, that's but us. You, we, we are yeah. from Toronto now. Yeah, but I'm I'm asking you though. Like, you weren't born here. Like, are you yes. gonna, are you gonna die? Like, you plan on like expiring or transcending from uh, from these uh, coordinates from Upper Canada? I'll say this. Hey, man, I'm Canadian. I, I think so. I think it's really shaped me and who I am. My kids are Canadian, which is more, you know, nails me to this what? country even more. But I'm Guyanese also. I'm definitely Guyanese um, in a different way. I'm actually a man of this planet, to be honest with you. Okay, yes, Being yes. Guyanese and Canadian is made mm-hmm. me, but my, you know, my heart is in Canada. Like, I, I, I really like this country. I think it's, it's a country with good values, like I said, going back to Trudeau. What we what he stands for, it's, what we stand for. It's good it's values. Good. It's like it's good values. Like, come on, the birth of this nation was on the spillage of blood. Look look at the flag. The flag. Yeah, but that wasn't. No, him, but the flag, though, right? but the flag, the Canadian flag. I know it's not him. This That's country this, this country was built on bloodshed. Right? That's why the red is on the flag. You know? Do you know? Do you know why? I did not know that. No, yeah, I, I'm exactly. just thinking. I'm just uh, the red represents like, represents the it, blood. Is the that blood. what it means? Yeah, and I've missed it this entire time. Oh man, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I yeah. I mean, okay. going back to you know your question. I, I know, like you know, this cast is about you know trying to keep it light and just kind of like you know take a piss and and get and get her her inner um toxicity out in the in a public forum um not to offend anyone but just to like you know just keep it real and just you know talk some talk some whatever you know help bring some um entertainment or enlightenment or anger uh to your day or your lunch hour and um i think we're, we're nearing that that hour point and i, I hope we've like uh, positioned or like asked some some good questions today for you know, those who, who are, are like us, who are, you know, born Canadian um, and Caribbean. And, um, you know, you know what's crazy? Canada is like that, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend that will always be there and take you out for dinner and take you to the hospital and put a fire out and, you know, racially profile you on the street because you're, you're BIPOC. And um, no, tough crowd, tough crowd today, bud. (laughs) 
Not I resonating. Know, man. Not resonating. Oh, oh man, that was so good. I thought that was a good. You one. don't want those. No, you no. Know, everybody's experiences are very different. Everybody's experiences are different. No, no, no but just, and it's true. Like it's it's there's. I I haven't experienced that lately. Um, okay, but um, listen, yeah, but different people do, and that's too bad. Yeah, but okay. So, do you have some more time, or would you like to wrap it up at this point? It's up to you, man. One more controversial topic. Let's talk about it. You pick. Um, uh, systematic racism, though. I kind of shed light on that. Okay, let me, let, me, let me talk about the future. How's that? We'll end on the future. The future of? The world. Or humanity. Of the civilizations. No, no, no. That's three different things. Which future are you talking about? <laughs> The future in general, like what's going to happen in the next okay. 200 years. All right. So, okay. In 2034 or 2043, I'm getting, uh, the, I'm getting the three and the four mixed up. But sooner than later, in North America, the majority will be the BIPOC or the minority. People of color will, not, will, will be the majority in North America. Okay. Um, so it's like, this is why you see like, um, in the United States, uh, the abortion thing has been reversed, you know, as a move to, you know, stop killing our, our, our white babies. Um, so do you want to talk about that future? What, what do you think, uh, when the minorities are the majority, what will the world look like? What do you think? Um, it's interesting that you sort of thought of it that way. I was more going to bring up how we uh, are not going to destroy each other as civilizations, <laughs> as different countries. So how Russia is attacking Ukraine right now, right? After all we've been through, World War One, World War Two, Iraq, Iran, War, 911, like 911. And, uh, um, you know, all of these things and we're still like doing this and attacking each other. Right. Um, and we can't stop it because of, of nuclear weapons. And that's really interesting. Right. And we run, we could be on the verge of blowing our stalls up, but as a society in the future, it's how do you, as a society and a civilization is going into UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. But basically it's, yeah. If you can get past this and then harness another form of energy, so we did like steam engine or you know fire, steam, mm-hmm. um, combustion engines, fission, nuclear energy. It's just how do you harness bigger and bigger energy sources to get further and further into the universe? But you have to do that as a peaceful community of black, white, brown, Asian, whatever. But you have to survive and get to that standpoint in a thousand years, right? Because we we've come really far in a hundred years, right? right? You know, a hundred years ago was nineteen twenty twenty two, right? But like at the end of World War One. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Like, like yeah. you know, like the audacity for 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 us to call that World War One. You should call it World War One A.D. or like you know, the so it's so it's okay. And um, and I don't mean no disrespect with that term. So, um, so that's my future. That that's what I talk about. And like for me, it's thinking about how do you create those energy sources, the science involved. I got the answer. I got the answer. 
you want you want me to answer the question? Sure. Yeah. What is it? So, I mean, you referred to it. So it's like it's it's, it's amazing that the rhetoric or the threat of nuclear weapons to destroy the world is the talking point or is the, uh, you know, that's the straw that will break the camel's back. When nuclear energy, which is relatively a clean energy, okay, you just need to find clean ways to dispose of, you know, the waste and, and the thereafter. I mean, that's the biggest challenge, okay? But you know, like one pellet of like uh, uranium, like a pellet is like a, like a gobstopper or like a mentos, you know, like a pellet, you know, like a pellet, you know, right. you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. know what a pellet is? I, 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 yes. Yeah. Like a, a pellet. Okay. So like a, a pellet of uranium can power, I, I can't remember what, what the comparison was. I don't want to say. A large amount of electricity for a long time. Yeah, a, for sure. A, a township. I'm not going to even say a city. Yeah. A township. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And that's yeah. one, and that's one pellet. Right. So it's like, why are we and 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 the yeah. war the wars and the famines and the invasions and the take hostile takeovers and the insurrections are all I based, think it's fair to say, coming back to Trudeau, that Putin hold, hold is on, a hold dictator. Up, hold up, hold up. Can I can yes. I finish my answer sorry, about the sorry. future? I thought this yes, is important yes, yes. to you. Go ahead, go important ahead. To you. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, yes. I think I already said it. I'm sorry. Okay, so back to um, okay. Who would win in a fight? Putin versus Trudeau in a fist fight? Putin for sure. I mean, for he's ex-KGB. Nah, man. Trudeau would mess him up, bro. Trudeau, Trudeau would get his uh, Pakistani Minister of Defense, his Sikh Minister of Defense, to take him out. B. That's true. That's true. With, with the blade. Um, yes. But back to wrapping up the podcast. Um, well, thanks for joining. I, yeah, no, the future is energy and survival. Clean, clean, right? clean it's energy. It's not killing clean. ourselves, not killing, working together as a people to do great things. Yeah. But it's, it's, all, pri- it's all privatized. So it, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's to catch 22, right? It's to catch 22. Because if you give the government all the power, you are you going to trust the government to like get things done? Um, you know, I think at this yeah. point, I think at this point, I'd rather trust like my defense minister and like the military um, to like manage the mandates now because they signed up to defend to defend the country. So it does they truly stand on guard for the is you know the military. Right. Um, as opposed to, you know, police and people who are just, you know, trying to get paid a salary. Right. But that's another topic for another day. Cause I think I just opened up another can of soup. It's been the people before you go show. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, we definitely stand on guard for y'all and I hope you stand on guard for us. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. And, um, we will talk with you or chat with you or cast you um, in another fortnight. Have yourself a wonderful week. Um, represent emancipation. Educate. Share your story. Um, Mowgli, any final thoughts? Um, DJ Mowgli, check it out on YouTube. 
no, I think we had a lot of thoughts, a lot of good ones. Um, be kind to each other, people. And thanks, Garvey, for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Nice. Thanks. To talk to you. Thanks for using my name. Be before you go.